You are listening to an ounce, season four, episode twenty-four, Paradise on Fire. You are listening to an ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews, so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. What is paradise to you? White sands and a blue ocean? Mountain peaks, pine trees, and s'mores? A quiet library surrounded by great books? One of the places many would define as paradise is Hawaii. This group of isolated Pacific islands are world-renowned for their beauty. The laid-back Polynesian lifestyle is envied and emulated. The food is fantastic, and the beaches and the mountains, they seem to be the definition of picturesque. During the late 1800s, Hawaii was a destination for many looking for a better life. And Honolulu was a bustling and modern city, and Hawaii had just become a U.S. territory. It was populated by a variety of people from all over the world. Honolulu even had its own Chinatown. At least that's what they called it, but in this Chinatown, you would find a mix of about 10,000 Japanese, Chinese, and Kanakas, or Native Hawaiians. About the only thing these residents had in common was that there were very few Caucasian whites. Elsewhere in the world, the bubonic plague had been slowly spreading. Yes, that plague. The one that wiped out two-thirds of Europe in the 1600s and then just lingered on for a few more centuries, mostly in cities. It was present in Asia and southern China, beginning in the 1870s, and during the winter holidays in 1899, it migrated to Hawaii. One person contracted plague and passed away, and a few others were made ill by it, and the health authorities became panicked. There was what might be judged in hindsight an inequitable overreaction by the local health officials, but at the time, they really didn't know how it spread or how to stop it. So the whole multicultural Chinatown neighborhood was quarantined. And this policy was enforced by soldiers at the point of a bayonet. The decision was made to clean things up in order to try to stop the spread of, of the bubonic plague. Cesspools were filled in, garbage was hauled away, and the plague continued. As Christmas came and passed and the new century was upon them, more than a dozen had died and many more were ill. The plague was so feared that the people who made the decisions enacted uh, an even more misguided and extreme solution. Fire. Yeah, let's burn it. <laughs> Whole blocks of homes and businesses were systematically burned to the ground, one at a time, block by block, to try to control the spread of the infection. The people who lived and worked there lost everything they had. They were then removed and were put through disinfection and placed in quarantine camps, and the fires continued, block by block. On January 20th, 1900, one of those controlled burns in the Chinatown of Honolulu got a little out of hand as a strong wind pushed the fire all the way to the edge of the sea. One fifth of the city of Honolulu was incinerated. And in the nightmare of the fire, the residents of the Chinatown were not allowed to flee the fire, they were forced back into the flaming neighborhood because of the quarantine. 
In that runaway fire, 38 acres were incinerated, including 4,000 homes. The fire continued burning over a period of 17 days. And when that fire was over, they figured it was working so well, they lit another 31 controlled fires to continue to cleanse and clean the city. Four months later, after detaining thousands of people and stripping them of everything they had, Honolulu was declared plague-free. Such a tragedy. Loss. Injustice. Such ugliness. All of it found right there in paradise. So, here's the ounce. It may seem so obvious when we experience it that a place or people or society is paradise. And conversely, it may appear that a place, a people, or a society are hell on earth. But they are usually one or the other. Yet, in this fire and plague, and the way it was mismanaged, we see both the dream and the nightmare existing in the same place, in the same people, in the same society, at the same time. Life can and does often turn from dream to nightmare, and sometimes contains both at the same time. So what are we to do? The only thing we can as a society, as individuals, doggedly focus on the good that is, the possibilities of greatness that can be, and get a grasp on the hope for a better part. Then, start where we are, work with what we have, and do what we can. But be cautious that your remedies don't become someone else's tribulations. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.